All right, everyone, thank you for joining me Friday morning. Um, today, I got legendary RBC coach Joe Montano. Right? I pronounced that right? Montano? Yeah. That's correct. Joe, thank you for joining me this morning. No problem, Nick. How are you? What, what season are you, are you starting now at RBC? 31st. 31st. I remember you were coaching when, when I was at St. Rose. Um, <laughs> And, you know, some legendary teams that, you know, when people think top teams in New Jersey, you know, St. John Vianney and RBC are the two teams everyone always talks about. Um, so, I mean, me and you could probably talk the history at RBC for hours. So, uh, but I just want to, you know, recap last season. Um, going into the season, what was uh, the goal or the message you were trying to send your team last year, you know, before the season started? I I think last year, you know, we needed to kind of take that next step and, and, and be competitive with the very best teams around. And, you know, and, you know, 22 wins, top 10 in the state, I thought was, you know, good movement in the right direction. Um, didn't think it was our best season. I thought there was, you know, two or three, you know, maybe even four games in there that, you know, in, in big games against good teams, we didn't play well enough. And, you know, so um, we, we, we still got a lot to prove. Um. You do have a good core, you know, coming back this season, which is good. Um, a couple games I wanted to talk about, you know, you, you scheduled Long Island Lutheran early in the year last year. Do you think that was a, a good test early in the year uh, to see where your team was at and a good learning, uh, you know, good uh, game to uh, teach and uh, correct mistakes off of? Yeah, no, that was out in the uh, Diamond State Classic. And um, I think they were third in the country at that point and um, had such really tremendous talent. We played with them for about two and a half quarters. I thought very competitively and then kind of hung in at the end. Um, you know, played Roland Park the next day with the uh, kid going to UConn and beat them. So the, the, the Diamond State Classic when it was at its peak is always a, a great way to find out, you know, in December what you have. Um. Another game I wanted to talk about, you know, was skipping forward through, you know, you guys had a great regular season. The Manchester game, I got, I got crap on when I said, I thought Fab did a great job on Destiny. You know, Destiny's going to find a way to get her points, but I thought, you know, they were struggling to get her the ball at times. And, you know, of course, Destiny cleaned up, you know, on the glass. Um, can you just talk about, you know, what, how you thought Fab played that game? Yeah, I thought she played really well. And I thought it was a great team effort. I think, you know, anytime you have a great player like that and someone kind of throws that type of defense at you, it, it, it takes high school kids, you know, a half to adjust. And I thought, you know, the second half they adjusted and Destiny found, you know, her comfort zone, which great players are going to do. The bottom line for us is, you know, we didn't make enough shots and we turned the ball over. And so, you know, if we scored early in that game, you know, Allie had a rough night, missed a bunch of layups and, you know, if we scored earlier in that game, we protected the ball properly and put some points on the board. Then instead of that great player and that team getting comfortable against that junk defense, they start getting anxious. And uh, mm -hmm. we didn't, you know, it's always going to come down to making enough baskets. Um, another, I brought this up with Lisa yesterday when I interviewed her. Um, you, your team, you play, you play probably in the best conference uh, division in the state, you know, which, you know, helps you get ready for the postseason. 
um, she played Holmdale four times. Um, and I asked her, how, how, you know, you played St. Rose three times. How do you get your team, you know, focused? Because, you know, the first game you guys handled them, you know, pretty easily. And then the second game was, you know, much closer in there, Jim. Um, and then, you know, unfortunately, you know, they got the better end in the, in the States. But how do you keep your team focused when you do see a team three times during the season? Well, I think when you're, you know, you're talking about the top teams in the state, you're talking about the kids all knowing each other and competing against each other on a year round basis, whether it be AAU or whether it be in their training sessions. I don't think it's real hard. I don't think it, it, it's real hard at all. I, I think, um, you know, uh, they know, you know, what's at stake. There's a lot of bragging rights. There's, there's the competitive nature of, you know, you know, competing against the good team. So I don't think it's hard. I think it can wear you down because of the fact that, you know, you know, like you said, we won the first two and, you know, a great team like that, a kid going to Florida and another division one kid, you know, I mean, you know, and two or three division one kids that are still back this year, you know, those sooner or later, you know, I mean, you know, in the NBA, you get two out of three like that. People are saying it's a great job here. We lose the last one and we're a failure. Yeah, um, that that was it was pretty good game to that one because um, it looked like at one point they were going to open it up and it, you know your team was able to you know to fight back and you know keep keep it close you just couldn't get over the hump um fast forward to this season um I, I like to ask the coaches this what are some of the challenges um you're you're seeing this season you know because you know with everything going on it's it's a completely different you know season you know starting late and you know a lot of protocols that you know we have to follow so what are some of the challenges you, you think you're going to see you know that you already saw that you might see pop up during the season well I think the hard part is as a coach you always want to be able to control your environment control your situation prepare your kids the way you want to prepare them there are so many things outside of your control that are affecting you getting your team ready now that either you stress out over those things or you kind of just take them one step at a time and do the best you can. There's, there's just so many things we can't control this year. You know, well, the kids are virtual, so they're not in the building. I don't see them. You know, did they get banged up last night at practice? Do they, you know, are they, how are they, you know, you're not seeing them. So now you, you got to see them, you know, you got to find other ways to communicate with them. You know, you're not keeping them after to watch film. So we're going to watch film, you know, via huddle at home. So now you got to, cut out some more time out of their homework and do that. And, you know, you're not using a locker room. So that camaraderie of going up there and they stay there, enjoy their time together and, 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 and have their own little space that that's gone. So, you know, you have, you got a lot of that, you know, you're practicing in mask, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're having the daddy conversation on a weekend that you can't go out with your friends because you can't get sick. Cause if you get sick, you know, you're going to ruin our season. So, you know, and, you know, and, you know, it, it's hard, you know, we get kids that their sisters are coming home from college and I'm telling them to stay away from their family. You know I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, um, it, I never thought in all these years that those would be the conversations I'd be having. I have to say, you know, because I did a lot of soccer coverage, the girls have the mentality like they, they want to play. Like uh, yeah. I, w one parent told me her kid, daughter's a sophomore, you know, 15 years old. She, she did not leave the house except for if it was for soccer practice or a soccer game, you know, because she, you know, she wanted to make sure the season. And I have to say, for the most part, it seems like most, you know, female athletes, the girl athletes, and, you know, at least in the short, you know, that, you know, they, they just want to get out there. They're going to do whatever they have to do to make the season happen. Yeah, they've been good. I mean, we talked, you know, two or three weeks before the season started about staying in our own bubble. So the last couple of weeks before we started, I had them, you know, 
told them that if they wanted to work out or, or play with other kids, they can only play with kids on our team. You know, we're trying to keep them away. You know, we're not practicing with the J. There are a lot of times we practice with the JV to get extra kids in the gym to have, you know, sometimes be more, you know, we're splitting that up this year. So yeah. it's a different situation. Yeah, I had uh, Frank Lawrence on before soccer, and he said he did the same thing. He kept the JV away from the, the varsity, you know, just in case there is, you know, that one kid that gets sick and, you know, keep the team separate. Um, I want to start going, going through your roster. You know, we'll start with the seniors. You know, it starts with your point guard, uh, Sophia Sabino. Um, to me, your traditional point guard, you know, dishes, gets the ball to the right person, you know, it could drive and also, you know, can knock down the shot when she needs to just talk about, you know, having such a, you know, a point guard with the experience and, you know, so one of the most talented point guards in the state leading, leading the team. Well, for me, it's, it's, it's a great, um, it's a great luxury to have, to have someone that has the experience that's been through the wars. You know, there's a lot of times I look at, and I want to call something, and she's looking at me and she already knows what to do, you know? So that's really important. But I, I think where Sophia is so valuable to us and where a lot of people don't give her credit is on the defensive end of the floor. Mm -hmm. I mean, at, in her three years at Red Bank Catholic, she's either been first or second for us in rebounding. You know, wow. she's one of the top kids in, in the history of, pro, of the program in deflections and steals, you know? So those, those things are, you know, they, they're, they don't always show up with the nope. gaudy numbers, but they're so important to our success. Another senior, uh, Antonia, I'm not going to try to butcher her last name. Um, another one that, you know, she can knock down the shot, but also very solid on the defensive end too. Yeah, she's grown in, during the offseason, and, and I don't mean grow physically. I mean mature-wise. Um, you know, she's worked so hard. Um, her game is better. And, you know, one of the things she does extremely well is enter the ball to the post. She's probably our best kid at, at making sure – she gets Allie the ball at an angle where Allie doesn't have to do much other than catch the ball and lay it off the glass. And, and, and that's important because you need those, you need those easy baskets during the game. Um, the other thing Tony will be is, is, is a vocal leader for us because her competitive nature kind of, kind of rubs off on everybody. It, those two sound, you know, it sounds like they complement each other, you know, Sophia could get to the hoop and, you know, dish the ball, you know, get it to the open hand and, you know, Antonio better, you know, set, setting up, uh, you know, alley, you know, on the post. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt they play off each other. Well, they play well with each other. They've played together since they're little. So, you know, they have, they have that comfort level with them. And I also think that at this stage of the game, they know exactly what I, I would, you know, how I would prefer that they play. And, and that's important. Um, your last senior, um, returning senior, uh, Cassie Cavanaugh, right? Is that your last? Yeah. Um, do you expect her to have a big, bigger role this season with the team? Um, you know, that's kind of open for debate right now. I mean, you know, um, you know, how it's it, it, the hard part is you usually have four or five scrimmage games yeah. to see what you like to do with your rotation. Mm -hmm. Um, having one scrimmage game is, is really tough to kind of. So those guys that are in that, you know, eight through 11 spot on your team, you're not really sure what their roles are going to be. Yeah. Unfortunately, probably till the second or third game. Yeah. And, you know, you do have such a deep, you know, deep roster this year, especially with the addition, uh, a couple of transfers. Um, well, move to the juniors, obviously, you know, Ali Carmen and Justine, you know, everybody knows them both just committed this, you know, recently, you know, Justine going to, um, Tennessee, Allie going to 
uh, BC. For, we'll, we'll start with Justine. I was lucky enough to interview her and her sister over the summer, you know, great girls. Um, and one thing that she pointed out that she wanted to improve on was her post play. And uh, watching some of the highlights in, of her AAU, it, it looked like she did work on the post, which, you know, just adds another weapon to, you know, to her. Um, just talk like Justine and uh, what you expect out of her this season. Well, I think, you know, it's really important for Justine um, because of how competitive she is and how much she's improved um, and how passionate she is about what she does. Um, that is infectious for our team. And, you know, there's not many teams where coaches need juniors to be leaders in this situation. Justine can be, you know, really a, a tremendous leader for us by her play and the way she goes about her business. And so far during our practices, um, she has been absolutely incredible in how hard she's worked and how she's encouraged her teammates. So, you know, I know everybody looks at points and, you know, threes and, you know, she's so talented and some of the things she does, you just kind of, you know, shake your head a little bit, but she means so much more in, in other areas for us. And, you know, I, I think our team, you know, because of her confidence and how she goes about her, her business every day will be better because of, of her maturity. Um, and, you know, her length on the defense and help, you know, gives you such an advantage, you know, uh, putting her, you know, basically wherever you want, you know, because she can guard on the perimeter. She's, she's improved a lot in the last year defensively. And I think a lot of it is confidence. She's stronger. She's quicker. And, you know, quite honestly, when she first came in, she really uh, had a long way to go defensively. And she's, um, and again, that's where a lot of people, you know, because they're, they look at her shooting and how many points did she score, but a lot of times her defense is, uh, especially I've noticed since we've started, it's been excellent. Uh, the next, you know, Ali Carmen, you know, another, she's six foot five, I think. Somebody said, is that what she's listed at six, six five? five, um, six five yeah. When I, a family friend came with me to the Mattis one RBC game and when we walked in the gym and he said, where did RBC find, find these girls? Cause you know, Justine and Ali are next to each other. And he's a tall guy. He's six foot four. He's like, oh, where did they find Talk a little Ali, you know, she worked so hard. It looked like during the summer on her conditioning, you know, you know, with her dad and mom, you know, everybody knows her dad and mom, great athletes. And, um, and she just, you know, during the summer league or, you know, the fall leagues, you know, she looked, you know, she looked to be moving, you know, so good. Um, talk to, like, how is it such an advantage having such a great post player and then, you know, like a shooter like Justine outside and, you know, what do you expect at Alley this season? It's funny. You're right on the money with her conditioning. I mean, we, we tape every practice. So, you know, I was watching the tape of practice and we we're doing some transition stuff the other day. And I was like, wow, you know, like you don't know, you used to notice that, okay, could Allie keep up after we went up and down two or three times and she's not only keeping up, she's quick about how she's doing it. You know, so I pulled out some tape of like two years ago and, you know, where everybody else was, you know, about a half a court ahead of her. You know, she's right there. And not only, you know, it's one thing to be getting good condition and be able to run like that, but can you catch the ball and can you make the layup? And she's doing that. I mean, her freshman year, the ball would hit her in the face and, you know, she couldn't catch it. And, you know, and, and now, you know, so, so, you know, you take, you take the, the really good conditioning, the improved, you know, speed and you, and, and, you know, that's all well and good as long as you can catch it, put the ball, put the ball in the basket and she's doing that. So, um, you know, the other thing with Allie is she's matured 
from the standpoint of her work ethic. Uh, and I don't mean that, that she didn't work hard. Mm -hmm. I don't think she knew how hard or what level she could get to as a worker. Mm -hmm. And I think she's, she's, she's found that now she's challenging herself every day to be there. And, you know, quite honestly, it's not easy for a six, five kid who's a type one diabetic to be, you know, to be at that level every day. What I liked, and I told John this at the, you know, end of the season, um, to me, her, her improvement, you know, like you say, catching the ball, you know, she looks so much smoother at the end, towards the end of the season than when I saw your team early in the season, you know, just to test, you know, how hard she was working. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm real pleased with Allie and, and, you know, with both her and Justine, you know, as far as getting their college commitment, not that you say out of the way, because it's yeah. a very important decision. It's not like it just though, but one of the things that we did during COVID as a group is make sure that we use that time, you know, to, even though they couldn't get to colleges to do the virtual tours, to talk to coaches, to, you know, to understand what their situations were. And when, you know, when I felt they were comfortable in, in what their thoughts were, I, you know, encouraged them to move forward with their commitments. So those things are now kind of not, behind they're behind them they're not out of the way i would just say they're behind them and now they can focus on you know improving and 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 getting our team you know to where it needs to be um you had one freshman last year that saw significant minutes casey Pryor. um what do you what are you looking for you know what kind of steps you looking for from her freshman year to this season well we have three sophomores that are gonna really play for us and casey mm -hmm. Last year, you know, we, you know, you made a great point before about Tony and Sophia, but we really didn't have any other veteran guards. Our, yeah. our, our guys coming off the bench, our seniors were, were really wing guys. They weren't points or, or, or twos. Yeah. And, you know, so we had to put Casey out there right away. And the thing that I love about Casey is, is that she has so much confidence in her shooting and the fact that she's like a veteran shooting the ball um, she's going to take, you know, there were times last year where, you know, we moved the ball around and, you know, maybe some other guys passed up some shots and she took some big shots. So, you know, she's going to come in the game for us. She's going to be better. Her defense is improved. Um, but it gives us a kid that can come in and, and, and fill it up and, 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 and can do it, you know, well, you know, so, um, that's going to be, um, I, I think those three sophomores are really going to help us you know, to make our rotation of, you know, of eight, a very strong rotation. Who are the other two sophomores? I know you got Molly Kelly from a transfer. Yeah, we have Molly Kelly uh, transferred from Rumpson. You know, it's, it's been difficult because, you know, again, with COVID, you know, we would typically have, you know, 11 or 12 practices during the summer. We didn't have that. We would yeah. typically go to best of Maryland and play five games against yeah. really good high school teams. And, you know, for a coach in my situation, it helps me, find out about a kid and you know you can watch a kid play but until you coach them yeah. you really and, and and until you see the rest of your team and what you need from that kid and what their skills are it's kind of hard but the thing with molly is that has impressed me is she's very bright i mean she understands the game has a good feel for the game her defense is excellent um she has zero confidence shooting the ball and she's a really good shooter so we're just going to keep yelling at her until she shoots it um, but she's a kid that's going to come in and, you know, for the first time I, I can give Sophia a little bit more of a break. And the other thing that I'm going to do with Molly being here is let Sophia play some more off guard because Sophia's shooting the ball so well right now.
That's yeah, and uh, it just another weapon, you know, for you to come off the bench. Um, who's the other uh, sophomore? Uh, the other one's Emma Carmen. Oh, who, Emma. Uh, I, I, I care about Emma. Who may be our, our our most improved player. Again, like Ali has worked on her her conditioning and her commitment, and you know, you know, hey, look, Emma came in here with a very big reputation last year and didn't play, mm-hmm. and that humbles a kid. And sometimes kids will go into a shell. More times than not, they'll go home and complain to their mommy and dad and they'll transfer. Or in some cases, they'll go in and try to get the coach fired. But in, in Emma's case, she said, okay, coach, if you don't think I'm doing these things, then I have to get better. And yeah. she did, and she got better. She listened. She worked at it. Um, not, you know, I think the game was a very quick game for her last year. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, going from grammar school, sitting in the middle of a two, three zone with your hands up or playing yeah. AAU to playing at this level of high school it is different. It's yeah. faster. And she has learned to make really good decisions. Um, she's probably effort wise one, two or three in every one of our practices. And that's pretty tough to do. Yeah. And the fact that she's, um, she's being a leader out of us as a sophomore in practice, you know, encouraging her teammates. So, you know, I'm, I'm very, very proud of Emma. You know, her offense has gotten better. Her defense is, and she's really probably our most improved kid. That That's great. And like another one, you sort of, you know, she worked her butt off during the summer and uh, yeah. just the test, you know, the mindset, you, you know, it, it comes down, you know, starts from the family, you know, the parents and, you know, they have that mind, like you said, a lot of parents will call, get to try to get the coach fired if their kid's not playing. But, you know, their mindset is, you know, you, you got to work harder. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and again, that's life, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and nothing gets handed to you. You, you have to earn things. Um, you have to adjust every day. Every day you have to go out and prove it. I mean, and that's, you know, that, that's no different than anything else. And that's why, unfortunately, some people won't give their kids a chance to grow up. You know, because sometimes, you know, learning from those things are, are some of the best lessons you can get, you know, in, in Emma's case, the support there is, you know, then, you know, figure it out and get better. Last player I uh, want to bring up and a transfer from Raritan, and uh, Lucy. Um, what do you expect out of her? You know, and, uh, she's a senior this year, right? Is this her senior year? Yeah. So you, uh, another, you get another senior leader. Um, what do you expect out of Lucy this season? Uh, she's, she's important to us. I mean, the things that Lucy does well, I'm not so sure we do well as a team, you know, so she's, she's a grit. I mean, I think if you watch Lucy play, I think the word grit comes out right away. Like, you know, she, she, she's determined, um, you know, and she comes from a, a program where she had a lot of responsibility and had to do a lot of things. So, you know, that's always a great teaching point because you've had to do these things the pressure has been on you. You've learned how to deal with it now. You know, she has other kids that can play with her now. So it, it, you know, people can say it'll be easier. But, um, you know, I, I, if Lucy's just Lucy, I think that's great. I mean, I love the kid. I mean, I've only coached her, you know, for four days. But I feel like I've had her for four years because she she's fit right in. Uh, before we wrap up, I just want to go over the schedule. You guys are in a pretty pretty good pod, division, I don't know, whatever they're called it this season. Uh, just talk about your matchup. You know, you know, obviously it's going to be you guys, Rumson and uh, RBR. You know, probably be you know the, the tough games. Just talk a little bit. You know, matching up against Rumson and RBR. Yeah, no, I mean they're outstanding teams. I mean, you know, with Rumson last year we split with them, and 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 it's any time 
you know, you got three schools that are what about a mile and three quarters <laughs> apart. I mean, you know, the kids certainly know each other. There's rivalries. And that's where I think a lot of coaches and a lot of people, you know, that say, oh, you got to have this kind of division, got to have that kind of division. I think, you know, the the uh, foundation of the old rivalries are still so important, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, when you look at that, I mean, you know, but I mean, Rumson's got some kids back that can really play and, you know, they're going to score the ball and, 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 uh, and uh, Red Bank Regional, you know, um, uh, the theater kid and, 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 uh, and all those, those kids can all play. They, they, one thing they all do is they shoot the ball. They run yeah. their offense very well. They're, they're disciplined. So, I mean, you know, you, you can't go in and, and kind of, you know, those are great games for us. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad we got this pod because, yeah. you know, number one is I get home earlier after the games because we're <laughs> close. Number two is, you know, we're playing really good teams. Um, who did you pick? Was it St. John Vianney you guys picked up? Yeah, we have, we're going to play St. John Vianney in Manchester at a division. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to get a chance to play against the best team in the state and maybe the best player in the state is yeah. in destiny. So, um, you know, that was important for us to try to get those kind of games. We're going to play Vianney at Vianney, which is always, whether there's fans or not fans, you know, it's, um, you know, when you're playing the best team in their gym, that's always going to be a challenge. Yeah. And it's, you know, one reason I love, you know, to sure, you know, coaches and players, they don't shy away. They want to play the best teams, you know, no matter what the result might be at the end of the day, you just, you want to go up against the best. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're worried about, you know, where you're ranked and, you know, what your record is as a coach or how many wins you have, or, 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 I mean, I I don't think those things, you know, help you. We're also going to, we also swapped one game out of our pod to play St. Rose at St. Rose. And that's going to be a good one for us too. Yeah. Um, Last question before, you know, the team is, you know, nationally ranked before the season. Do you, do you, encourage that you see that as a distraction you know pre coming preseason and seeing that I, you know I, I always kind of laugh at that that national ranking thing I, yeah, I like so to, do I I like to know who gets out and sees all these teams and has <laughs> has an idea because they basically are probably running around 24 hours a day if they I, I I've never put I mean we've been nationally ranked yeah. at the end of the year which I've always felt was a little bit more of a validation of what yeah. you did um, but quite honestly, those things have never, you know, look, we're, we're talented. Um, are we, are we, win- you know, everybody wants to talk about, you need good players and you do need good players, mm-hmm. but do you have winning players? Yes. The winning players win championships, winning players put you through, uh, and we're, we're going to find out whether our guys are both talented and winning type players. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out this year. And, you know, again, it doesn't make them bad people, but, we have to become winning players. We've got to learn how to beat good teams. You know, it's it's one thing to kind of go in a gym and make, you know, 88 out of 100 three throws and tell and tell people how talented you are. You got to make three throws when the game's on the line. You know, it's one one thing to say, you know, Susie had 12 rebounds the other night. You get the rebound with 30 seconds left and, and you got a one-point lead and go to the foul line and hit the one-on-one. Yeah. That, we have to, that, that's who we have to – if we're going to be any good, yeah. we've got, you know – in 2013, I had a team with one Division One player on it, and she was a, a lacrosse Division One player going to Duke, Grace Fallon. Mm-hmm. And they were 29-2. Those kids knew how to win. <laughs> so you know, you don't always have you don't always have to have the best talent. Sometimes yeah. you got to have guys that know how to win. Yep, I agree, Coach. All right, Coach, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you taking some time out this morning for me. No problem. No problem. <laughs> 
Appreciate and, it. And I wish you you and the team luck this season. And hopefully everyone stays he healthy. That's the most important thing. Thank you. Thank you, babe.